We are now in the first Sunday of Lent, and it normally is always about the temptations. But in order to understand the temptations, we need to understand what Lent is. And in order to understand Lent, we sometimes need to understand the Gospel passage, or rather the Gospel of Matthew. I think we have spoken a lot about the Gospel because many of the readings were from the Gospel of Matthew, which is the flow that Matthew follows. He first introduces who Jesus is, then he has the call of the disciples, the mission to the disciples from the point of view of the Sermon on the Mount, and then there's the mission of Jesus. But just before he calls the disciples, we have the temptations. And this is very important because it meant that Jesus was preparing himself. He was becoming aware of what is going to affect his mission. And before he could call his disciples and begin his mission, he wanted to have this renewal. He wanted to have this so-called processing work done so that he can go into the mission completely aware of what is to be expected. So which means if this is what Jesus was doing and this is what he was guiding his disciples to do, then if we look at ourselves and say, by my baptism, I am a disciple of Christ, means the same process is required of us. And that is what Lent is for each one of us. But in order to understand Lent, let me give you two analogies. The first is we tend to look at Lent as a time where we're going to be doing things like we have to start praying, we have to abstain or practice self-control. But sadly, that's not what Lent is all about. Lent is a time given to us to be doing more of what we should be doing during the year. So if you're practicing prayer during the year, this is the time to renew yourself even more. It's a form of conditioning that we are called to do, especially when you have athletes. They like to condition their body so that the body is ready to accept whatever it may be facing when the sport does begin. So in the same way, the church is giving us this opportunity to see what do I need to do to strengthen myself? What do I need to do to condition myself to be a better disciple of Jesus? The second analogy is fireproofing. We normally have a lot of fireproofing done in the house and different things, especially in order to protect ourselves. But fireproofing does not mean that the fire will not come. It just means that when the fire comes, you are ready and you are prepared so that the damage won't be so severe. And that's how the church would also look at our lives and say, what do you need to do to fireproof your relationship with God. And that is what Jesus is doing in these 40 days. He's fireproofing his relationship with his Father. He's becoming aware of what could possibly damage it and was already aware of it so that he could go and preach it to his disciples and help them understand it too. So if this is the context of what we're called to really reflect upon, then how do we understand the temptations? The temptations can be looked at from different angles, from different perspectives. But one perspective that I would like to look at them from is that all the three temptations that we see in the gospel reflect a certain amount of emptiness. When something within is empty, then all this starts to enter into our life and temptations become stronger. Viktor Frankl has this, from his own experience in the concentration camp, came across a belief which was simply that when the will to meaning is frustrated, it takes on the mass of will to prestige, will to power, and the will to pleasure. So in order to really fulfill an external or an internal void, we could be tempted by things outside. 
And therefore, the, Lent, the period of Lent is not a time for us to really be judgmental about ourselves. It is to really reflect and see what area of my life needs to be conditioned with regard to my relationship with God. What area of my life needs to be fireproofed in order for me not to be affected by temptations as I go through the rest of the year. So when you take the first temptation, it's more about pleasure. It's about food is most commonly used and we say practice self-control during Lent, etc. But it's not just about food. It is what do I cling to to give me pleasure. And one way to kind of counteract this is to find ways to fill ourselves with God. And that's why we talk about prayer, we talk about self-control, we talk about charity. They're all interconnected. None of these temptations are completely separate. They are connected in some way or the other, as I mentioned also through emptiness. But it's about just becoming aware and saying, what do I need to do to fill myself with God? And therefore, it's the choice is always between us and God. I will speak about that towards the end. The second temptation is more about prestige. And this is something that followed Jesus right throughout. And something we have to also understand is that the temptations was not a one-time event. It followed Jesus right through his life, the way he was condemned, the way he was contradicted, etc. And this particular temptation happens even on the cross. Come down and we will believe in you. We will believe that you are the Son of God. It's a simple thing, which means Jesus was already being tempted, always being tempted, and he was aware of it. And that's what these 40 days did for him. So one way is to practice humility. The antidote to this is humility. What are the areas that I would like to look at in my life to see how can I be humble? If everything is about me, how can I stop making it about me and make it about other people? And there are so many ways in which we can do that. And that's why I normally don't like giving examples because it's for each one to open themselves to the Spirit and say, what is the Lord calling me to do in order to be a better instrument in His hands? And the final temptation that we see is kind of linked to the second one, but this is more about power. It's about having so many things that gives me a certain sense of power. As again, how do we use this to share? Because if it's about collecting and having so much and saying, this is who I am, this gives me power, how do I start practicing charity? How do I start sharing whatever I have with others? Because we follow one simple belief, which is simply, all that I have is a gift from God and can be taken away from me anytime. So if this is a gift from God, how do I allow this to be shared with others? And I think that's what we're really called to do. It's not about making big plans. It's about choosing one or two things that I really need to look into my life and say, this is where I'm struggling. This is where the Lord is calling me to really change and use Lent for that particular purpose. So like the disciples, we can use this time to condition ourselves, to condition our relationship with God, and above all, to also find ways in which we can fireproof our relationship with Him so that no matter what happens during the year, we continue to say I do to His will and continue to say I do to being an instrument in His hands. Amen.